Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Nick Finzer, and you are listening to the Nick Finzer Audio Experience. And we are going to a music business type video today for our selection. And we're taking that audio and sharing it with you here on the podcast. So the title of the video is What Should I Expect From My First Album Release? So this is a little bit of chat about what it's like to put out a first album, what are some of the pitfalls? What are some of the reasons that people blow it up to be more than it is or not put enough into it? Uh, there's a fine line between kind of going overboard and not putting enough into it that we'll talk about in this vi video, in this chat. And uh, I hope it's really helpful for some of you that are thinking about creating your first record, thinking about recording it, getting it out into the world. Uh, obviously, it's a little bit different uh, in 2020 than in other years, but I think all the advice still holds true. Uh, the main point that I want you to take away that it's super important to number one, get moving on this process because it's a long process of multiple releases. Most people do not have that quote unquote overnight success. It's about sustained results over time. So hope you'll get started. Hope you enjoy the episode and uh, we'll catch you in the next one. Today we're talking about setting goals for your first album release. Some of the first things I want to talk about in terms of this is that what you put into it is what you're going to get out. And I mean both in terms of effort, time, and money. However, there is a caveat that just spending more money doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get more out of it. There is a kind of a point of no return, but in terms of buying in and really planning and sorting out exactly what you want out of this first release is going to set you up for a lot more success than if you just kind of throw things out there and not have any idea what might happen. So for me, you're setting yourself up for future success. This is the first time many people in the industry, you know, whatever you may have put up on YouTube or SoundCloud on your own, until you put out that first release where you invest in publicity and radio and put it out there in a professional way, you know, this is the introduction of you to the industry for the first time. So it's setting you up for long-term success. Uh, unless you're one of the lucky few people that gets selected out of nowhere to be the next big thing and I hope that that's you but for the rest of us you know we have to kind of think long term and think how we're going to go release to release to release and build our profile in order to share our music easier and easier each time. You're establishing a baseline of quality and you're establishing a baseline of what you're about, your vibe. Not that you can't change it and evolve because think about all the artists that you love to listen to. You like to go back to the beginning and check out everything that they're doing over the course of their career. It's not just about any one given moment. It's about you want to hear their first record and their second and the third and kind of how they transform 10, 15 years later. So the sooner you can get something down, the more interesting it's going to be for people to look back in 15, 20, 30, 50 years to be able to see what you were up to. To me, going all in and getting the publicity and the radio and the printing and get great artwork is the first sign to the industry that you're taking yourself seriously, that you're not just another jazz person out there just kind of winging it you know you're taking yourself seriously you're planning things out you're making things happen for yourself you're taking yourself seriously and you're presenting yourself well to the industry so this is the first time that you're going to do that so that's why i think it's really important to think about what you're going to present and how you're going to present it so what can you expect from your first album? You might do amazing and it might blow up and I really hope that it does, it goes viral, you have a great music video or something like that and it really goes big. Uh, but otherwise, you know, if you're building this long-term thing, I think the thing that you can expect from your first release is a couple of reviews online, you know, maybe five to 10 cool little 
articles or reviews talking about the music, talking about the record, saying that the people like it and they think it's cool. Maybe you can get a magazine or two that will review it. If you hire a publicist, the industry is gonna get made known to your presence. And I think this is the big one for me. That CD is gonna show up on their desk with a one sheet and a press release and they're gonna to get to be able to read a little bit about you. Even if they don't have time to listen to the whole CD at that moment, they're gonna at least see you, see your face, see the press release, see the person that sent it, you know, so that the, you're associated with that publicist and that means that they know you're taking yourself seriously and that they should check it out if they like other artists that that publicist has sent them. You know, there's a certain amount of trust there that the artist is able to get by association. If you hire radio, you'll probably get some radio airplay. If you don't hire somebody to work it, it's gonna be pretty difficult uh, for you to get it on radio stations beyond the few people that maybe you know. You could probably get a list and send some stuff out, but they receive so much stuff that if you don't have someone working it specifically that it's probably not gonna be able to get out uh, into the general airwaves as easily as you might think, just because the sending, sending it out part is the easy part. It's everything that comes after that that is why you hire the publicist or the radio promoter. You should expect that you'll probably be able to get it into a, a few stores. It's not going to be available everywhere. Uh, if you go through, uh, if you go through a label like us, like Outside of Music, you'll be able to get into some stores. But mostly, it's Amazon, your online store, maybe some local record shops. If you have tour dates and you have a distributor like we do, we're able to make sure that the records are in appropriate stores. Like if you're playing in in California, maybe we can get into Amoeba and various other uh, little record shops all over depending on your tour dates. So the, again, this is why we have to plan in advance. Using the new CD as fuel to get some tour dates is also a good idea. Um, I wouldn't expect that you're necessarily going to make a bunch of money on this initial tour. Uh, if you can just kind of cover your bases and get the music out there to the world, I think that's a win. For me, if I can go out and share the music with people and it comes off well, then I'm happy with a tour and how it goes, regardless of the financial situation. I wouldn't expect that you're gonna sell most of your CDs right away. For me, it took four or five years to sell the first thousand that I printed. Uh, the reason that we have to print a thousand usually is because to get a good price point on the CDs, you gotta print a good amount of them. Uh, to get it down around a dollar or less per CD. Sometimes we end up with a lot a lot of CDs, but I, for me it's worth it to give it out to people just so they see your face, they see you have a CD. Uh, even though I know we're phasing out CDs, so this is gonna change. For now, I think it's still important to print them and to be able to send them, especially to the industry and radio, uh, to make sure that your stuff is physically getting in front of them. They can't ignore it in the same way as just clicking delete on an email. Some more things to think about when you're doing this first release is trying to focus on getting your music on to lifestyle playlists on Spotify and Apple Music. Um, on Spotify, there's one called State of Jazz. On Apple Music, there's one called A-List Jazz. Those ones are very important to get on. If you can get on them, they do give you some streaming revenue, but also you're gonna be in the list with people that you look up to, and it's gonna be really great for people to be able to hear Kenny Barron, and then you, and then Dave Holland. So just trying to get into those lists uh, and that usually comes through either a great publicist that's able to make those connections with the people that curate those, or also through our distributor, we're able to pitch uh, to those playlists uh, every new release that comes out and specific tracks that can go to specific playlists. And there's more than just those ones I mentioned. There's a lot of other ones that are themed to different emotions or you know types of days, like happy or sad, and just trying to take the vibe of your music and match it to those playlists. It's something that, you know, someone like us can make happen 
that you might not be able to do just on your own. Please make sure that you're signed up and registered on SoundExchange and BMI or ASCAP so that if you do get radio play, you're able to get some of that money and royalties back. And also on the digital side, that sound exchange, you never know who might be using it or if somebody uses it in a YouTube video and it gets tagged and you end up getting the ad revenue or at least a portion of the royalties on the ad revenue. Uh, every little penny counts. We have limited ways in which we can earn money with our music these days. So it's important to get as much as we can out of every source. And the things that you can do on your own to get people to hear your music is you should take some time to pitch it to people that need music. Podcasters need music. Vloggers need music. Marketers for companies need music for videos. And if you have a song that maybe could be used or has a certain emotion, and you, if, as long as they credit you and tag your Instagram or tag your YouTube or send them to your website, you're going to get traffic, you're going to get new people discovering your music and hearing it, maybe not as in the foreground, but as in the background, and they might want to check it out. You never know who might hear it. So it's definitely, in my opinion, worth you know, reaching out to people, trying to get people to use your music because you never know how it might come back to you later on. So the most important things to remember is that this is an investment in your future. It's an investment in yourself, just like I've talked about in other videos. You think about creating any business and there's always a startup cost. And for us, our startup cost is making our music, making that first project get and then taking also some money to invest in getting it out there it's not only the content meaning the videos the music but it's also the distribution how are we getting it from you to the people that want to hear it how do we get rid of the friction between you and the people that want to hear it so i hope these have been some helpful tips for you this is kind of a lot of the stuff that i think about and talk about with our artists when we're starting to have a conversation about releasing a record especially if they haven't done one yet but I really encourage you to get started, get moving, because life is long and we want to build as big of a mountain as we can with our career, get as far up, of, up the hill as we can, and the sooner you start, uh, the faster you'll get towards where your goals are and get to the place where you want to be later on. So thanks for watching, guys, and we'll see you back here next week.